0: Hello, once again, this is the Rise and Thrive Podcast. I'm Erin Warhol, and I'm here with my friend and mentor, Mary Hayes Greco. Hello again. Hey, Mary. How how are you doing on this chilly day? (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm being patient. How's that?
1: That sounds good. Yeah, I'm being patient. I'm being grateful that the sun is shining and that we're almost at February uh, 2nd, which is when... It gets brighter. I've Yeah, noticed so that's like year. your big.
0: You don't like. That's my
1: marker. Get to February second, okay, and then once I'm there, I'm like, okay, now just get till spring equinox.
0: Yeah, it, <laughs> it's which is a little always better very, all the time. It's always interesting to hear that because I I don't have the same problem. I don't work. I don't have an issue with the darkness of winter. And Minnesota mm. gets goes through some dark times. But yeah, it's it's a it's a curious marker for me. So you're like, OK, just February 2nd, February 2nd, there. there'll
1: there be a little bit more life force percolating in the earth.
0: Well, I'm glad that you're uh, being patient and looking forward to more light. And uh, we we just wrapped up your My Beautiful Life class this morning and decided that it's this is a great time after we've been we've been thinking about a lot of your self mastery tools. To come on and record the podcast and follow up on some of the ideas that you've already been thinking and talking about this morning
1: right because we're kind of juiced up right about the things that we're excited about yeah so today especially today because we started the one of two weeks of um, studies around intuition developing our intuition
0: and that is just a pleasure is it not it, it really is. And I have to say, everybody loves talking about intuition. Everybody loves learning it and learning more about it and deepening their understanding of it and then sharing their own stories. It, it's always a really, the class just flies by. Your classes always fly by, but it, like this one especially, everyone is just like, oh, I can't wait. They're to really in
1: leaning yet. in with a certain kind of intensity. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think people are hungry. These, these are the kind of conversations that, we normally, you have in normal times you have late at night when you're you know been hanging out with people a long time and your mm-hmm. your defenses are down and you're all relaxed and saying, Oh, so this really interesting thing happened. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the late at night slumber party telling stories. I don't really
0: have a lot of those at my age, but I know what you're talking about. And it's it's just kind of a mythic concept at this point. (laughs) Nobody's getting together for slumber parties. But the
1: point is, sometimes people have to let down their uh, rational, uh, usual guardrails about what we talk about in conversation, because uh, they don't want to be thought weird.
0: Yeah. Well, and and I want to talk about that because I I, I think that a lot of, I know from the work I do, which is producer media content making, working with producers and reporters and and different people in the creative pursuit. um, People are fine with logic. People put logic on a pedestal. But a lot of times people have been trained into thinking that intuition isn't on equal footing as logic. And I I often will have conversations with people about the fact that in my belief system, they're, they're equals.
1: Yeah, I see them like kind of the the king and queen on the thrones, Mm. the the equal thrones governing the land of your life. You know, where you want to um, really work off of logic and data, and you also want to work off of soulful guidance towards things that are true, but maybe your mind wouldn't have come up with.
0: Yeah, and I and, and to further that, because culturally people are all about logic and, and maybe haven't been as focused on intuition, we maybe have spent more time learning about logic, practicing logic, but in your self-mastery classes and in the class we were in this morning, the, the whole point is to learn about intuition and to study the different facets of it and then to start working with it in your own life so that you can see how it works for you. And it, it does take some practice, right?
1: Well, I think it's
0: more of a matter of
1: recognition. I think, Mm. I think people are operating with it quite often and don't realize it. And, um, I think once we bring it out of the closet and learn more about how it works and how my intuition works and start up kind of a, a lively experiment and conversation, with our ourselves about it, then it it picks up it picks up and bubbles up and you have more and more experience with it, so yeah. I think it just has to come out of the closet and uh you know be claimed a little bit and there's nothing wrong these days with people saying, "You know I got a gut feeling about this mm-hmm. or it's just a hunch or I mean, you know or I was I was meditating and you know my inner voice said this, I think we can safely say that these days without getting hauled off to uh the downtown <laughs> mall and like hit with stones and burned to death I th- that hasn't been happening lately i'm so glad no, no. <laughs> yeah
0: Yeah. but you, it is kind of funny of bringing it out into the open and as as you say you know kind of a late night conversation with friends or maybe you're at a bonfire and start talking about this stuff but but when you actually study it which is you kind of are learning okay there's different types of intuition and how does it work it kind of i I have appreciated how that is so empowering because i would say that in in my very younger years i had intuitive times but i didn't know what to make of them like i would have an experience and there would be some kind of flash of intuition or or some knowing And I would recognize it, but then it was like, "Oh my gosh, what was that?" But
1: you didn't bring it up at the breakfast table with your scientist father, for instance. Oh
0: no, no, my father, (laughs) who's who's a scientist, yes, (laughs) yeah. And you know, it's to me, it's not even about like proving it exists or not. It's it's about when you when when a person has an experience where intuition is having a say. What do you do with that? How do you experience it? How do you use that? And so let's. Maybe just to start off with, Mary, if you could talk about what intuition is and then how it shows up for people.
1: Mm -hmm. Intuition is the guidance between your higher self, your soul and your personal self, your personality. And it's kind of like the GPS in your car. It knows where you're trying to go and it knows the easiest and best ways to get there and how to avoid traffic or accidents. And it can guide you, um, day by day into the ways of ease into the ways of things being better, healthier, easier, happier, more purposeful for you. It, it wants that for us. So in it's a way we have service. Yeah. So in a way, intuition is part of the, uh, mechanism of thriving. In the world you know how how do we thrive for humans we we have to you know get to know ourselves and get to know the kind of person we are and what we need and and who who our people are and what our you know point of being is and that's all coming in um beautiful little helpful pictures or or words or feelings from our soul so to me it's 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 kind of pragmatic you know like Intuition is, it's part of life. It's, there's a spectrum of how intuitive people are. Um, some are very, some are not very much. Mm-hmm. There's five different kinds of intuition th- that I've identified. There's certain blocks and and problems people have about it. There are certain ways you can develop it and uh, enhance it. I think it's. It behooves us to get acquainted to get acquainted with intuition because uh, it's really trying to enhance our experience
0: yeah and that that part I think is super important because when intuition is trying to tell you something you know to receive it and to not be freaked out by it but also to just not like over I don't know get too excited about it it why don't you just
1: we just need to incorporate it as Mm -hmm. one of our senses it's like you have senses and this is your your one sense and and here's a simple example is and 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 we need to not argue with it you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. just like take in the information and go oh hmm." and if it makes sense and it's causing no harm and uh it seems like to open the way for you 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 do it so for example um one time i was out on errands and in the car and i was feeling very efficient, and I was kind of running from this store to that store to that appointment, et cetera. And then um, I was just about to go t- to the grocery store and get a chicken for supper. And my intuition, my inner voice, it just interrupted me and said, no, don't, don't do that right now. Go home. Go home right yeah. now. And I started to argue. I started to say, well, well, I'm right there. I mean, the, I'm two blocks away from the store. I really want to get that. And it's like, no, seriously, go home right now. Turn around the car and go home right now. And because I've learned over time to trust this voice, mm-hmm. this very simple directive voice that it knows something I don't know, I turned the car and kind of grumbling, like, oh, because now I have to go out later and get the chicken. But I went home, and as I was coming in the door, uh, my landline was ringing. This was um, before we had our cell phones on us every minute. And (laughs) I came home to have my house phone ringing, and went right to it and picked it up. And it was a person that I had been doing this just terrible voicemail tag with for like, you know, five back and forth. Hi, it's me again, tag, you're it. Uh." And it was a work thing that I really wanted to do. And it was starting to get to the point where you're thinking, oh, maybe this isn't meant to be when you really, Mm, you know, can't mm -hmm. get in touch with someone. And I really wanted to be in touch with this person. And if I hadn't gone home that second, I wouldn't have walked in when they were ringing me yet again. And therefore... I stood there and we chatted and we set up a meeting time and we put made a plan for a future talk I was gonna give at her organization and and then I hung up the phone and went yes and I went back out and went across town and got my chicken (laughs) because my intuition knew that that was important and that it was happening now and we couldn't like stand to have one more you know leave a message thing so
0: that's a good that's a that's a good story because that helps explain it you know that that you want to you don't want to argue with it and it's very
1: pragmatic it's really trying to help things be practical and and i think it works because we are in time we are in space and time and we see things as you know linear and we see things as you know we, Mm -hmm. we don't see the whole landscape but the intuition is part of your soul which is um, has got a wider view it's got a view of the past the present the future how they interact it's got a view of who your important people are who your important connections and pathways are what your important practices are for your health and it can guide you in ways that you can't see because we have tunnel vision in our Mm -hmm. daily life
0: yeah and so this this idea that it it's sort of outside of time and space our soul speaking to us which Sometimes it's called the still small voice within, right? Right. Yeah. So it it's could trying be a... to
1: give us a perspective that we need for our well-being that we don't have, but it has it. So another example would be um, the time that I I was on the phone with somebody who wanted to hire me to do a keynote talk mm-hmm. on this particular date next year, and I'm like, oh yeah, sure, that's what I, I want to do. I'm all about getting the keynote talks, and I was about to write it down on my calendar and again my my intuitive voice says you know don't do it don't do it I'm like why this is just the kind of job that I want and it's like you are really gonna want something else on that date because who Mm -hmm. knows what you're doing a year and a half from now you're Mm -hmm. really gonna want something else on that date I'm like really and so because as I said I've learned to trust this thing I've made enough mistakes with it Mm -hmm. now I listen I said to the person oh gosh I'm so sorry I see I see that I'm actually not available on that date oh you know and I was kind of dismayed but then I forgot about it I moved along and and then a year and a half later on that date I realized I was I was in the Yucatan in Mexico by the turquoise waters on the white sand in the Sun (laughs) because I had uh, Gotten a an opportunity to go with uh, three friends to uh, some timeshare thing in Mexico, but it was only available that week. That was the only time that we could have gone and done that for free, and so there I was on vacation. And how did my higher self know that I was going to want a vacation more than a job <laughs> at that point a year and a half from now? But it did.
0: It did. So. OK, well, let's let's just quickly review the different types of intuition.
1: Right. So there's, um, you know, people sometimes use the word telepathy or clairvoyance or clairaudience. There's different words for it. But I, I like to make it very simple and make it kind of an extension of our senses. So we have seeing, um, which people call clairvoyance, but I'm going to call it seeing. We have hearing. We have sensing. We have pure knowing which is sometimes a flash of intuition, and sometimes it's kind of an overall uh, subtle body knowing we have. And we have kinetic, which is how we move around and and how we connect with uh, luck and uh, synchronicity and coincidence, and also uh, how we just move through space and how we use our hands and our feet. That's all part of a kinetic intuition. So people tend to have one of them strongly and if you're a very intuitive person you probably have some of all of them but um you know if you're a person who sees with intuition you're likely someone who's very tuned into color and space and uh, light and planning and uh, diagrams like visual planning um blueprints decorating all that comes through the eyes through your through your vision you also might have vivid dreams that have symbols in them or have stories that are teaching you something through pictures. And if you're someone who uh, has an inner voice and not everybody has one, um, some people do, some people don't, then you have this quiet, simple, directive voice that will say, basically, don't do that. Or you might want to do this. Or this is what you need to realize. And it'll give you a simple truth that brings a lot of calm and uh, direction to what you're doing. People who have uh, sensing are empaths. They have uh, they have sensitivity in in their bellies and their hearts, and kind of an overall sense of rapport or comfort or discomfort and repulsion from certain people in certain situations. Can't always say why. I'm drawn here or why I am repelled there but that's a form of intuition in the in the belly in the heart and it's uh, the people that are very empathic and that are kind and that are sensitive and tuned in to helping serve other people's needs tend to be these empaths and uh, then we have pure intuition which is like sometimes a flashback Boom. Oh, I got this. I got this sudden insight or this sudden realization or a sudden uh, understanding of something that's going to happen in the near future. It just sort of drops into your head whole. Or it's kind of an overall knowing. I don't know. I just know this. I know Mm -hmm. this. I know this isn't the right thing to do. I can't tell you why. Or I know this is the right thing to do. I have this, this overall knowing. And then the kinetic people the movers the movers and the touchers and the uh, ones that follow their feet
0: oh yeah and we don't necessarily choose what kind of int- intuition we have it sort of shows up for us and we notice it right
1: yeah it kind of goes along with your personality It okay. goes along with all your other stuff and if you're the kind of intuitive that's actually psychic you are you are wired. That's a genetic thing. That's something you're born with and it's in your family. Your grandma had it. <laughs> Great-grandma had it or whatever. So some of this is just hardwired in your, in your nervous system and your body. And, but overall, one can um, notice how you tend to be intuitive
0: and you can focus on making it stronger. Right, right. So you are mentioning in class today that there's sort of a bell curve and mm-hmm. people fall at different people are at different points along the bell curve. But if you pay attention to it and kind of work with it and decide you're going to improve your intuitive abilities, you can you can you can improve them.
1: You can, mm-hmm. just like anything else, you can take a class. <laughs> you can take a class, like my, like my yeah. students are. Take it a class, I'm gonna improve my my
0: mastery skills and my intuition skills. Yeah, and I, you know, I use my intuition a lot. I would say I get a, a picture. I I get a picture in my head. I sometimes get a feeling. I don't hear a voice, mm-hmm. and I always have sort of thought, oh, I wish I I wish I had the clarity of a voice coming through. But I don't know. Maybe I'm afraid of that. I, I don't know why I don't. I don't get that but it's just the way you're made yeah you know and it's it's fine so let's talk through some of the blocks to intuition because the blocks kind of go hand in hand with the awareness as we become more aware then we can can also become more aware of how we are blocking our intuition right so um people tend to
1: um some people just ignore it they just don't they just don't Mm -hmm they're not awake to it at all. So therefore it can't really help them because they're walking around with it kind of muffled and covered up. So that's one block is just ignoring it. Maybe because you have like an, you know, ultra rational bias in life and you don't want to be involved with anything weird or woo woo or, Mm -hmm. you know, unquantifiable. (laughs) Um, Some people do uh, know that they're getting messages that would benefit them, but they, They tend to doubt themselves Mm -hmm. and they tend to wonder, is that real? Did I really? And this is more of a kind of an ongoing bad habit of doubting Mm -hmm. oneself in Mm -hmm. in your life. It's probably you doubt yourself in different ways.
0: Yeah, I've I've worked with that a lot because I've given you this example before and we've probably talked about it on the podcast where I would be in the grocery store and this thought would cross my mind. I wonder if we're running low on milk and... If I just dismiss that and don't go buy milk, inevitably I would get home and we wouldn't have milk, and I would have been at the store and didn't buy milk. So I have so a. Little... You weren't
1: just asking yourself a question; you were telling yeah. yourself. Yeah, something but it was subtle was
0: on your list. It was subtle, and so as I've been working with this, trying not to doubt myself and doubt intuition, I have a I have a tendency if it, if I think of something, then I i'm sort of committed to following up on it and i use that in my work all the time if i'm making plans for something and you know a project or something and and you know a thought will cross my mind i wonder if this person remembers this aspect of this you know and i'll just okay go ahead send them a text go ahead check it out yeah
1: right right because um that's a, a fine example of an intuitive person who's Uh, value is in doing a good job at Mm -hmm. work. I mean, you really want to do an excellent job and you you have this kind of standard of awareness around how things are going in all these different pods and and places that you're interfacing with. So, um, very often the people that are really good at their work are using their intuition, at least as much as their training.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's part of, it's one of their tools. Right. Okay. So there's doubt. And then what else? Well, blocks. there's
1: some people have some fear. They're, they're afraid people are going to think they're weird or they're afraid that this is not okay because, the, you know, they grew up in a church that told them it's the devil talking to you. You know, don't listen to voices because then the devil can talk to you. Mm. We're coming out of some people are coming out of a real fear based um, tradition mm-hmm. uh, that teaches us to fear the spirit world and fear the subtle Guidances that we get, and um, so we have to go past that fear and and just kind of trust that life is good, and trust that intuition is part of life's goodness, and it's just trying to help us be better people. So, um, so there's that fear thing, and then some people try and make a deal out of it, like I'm so amazing, I'm so intuitive, I'm whoa, you know, they they make it glamorous, and it's it's just it's
0: just another thing, it's just another skill, another another sense. Yeah, and I I guess that's where I think about it in terms of the subtlety of it. Because if I try too hard to get an intuitive hit, you know, that that in and of itself might be a block. And that's maybe my ego going, oh, you're intuitive, Erin. You should be able to just access your intuition.
1: Yeah, if you try too hard, and especially if you're asking... For guidance around something that you really care about like you're mm-hmm. really eager for a mm-hmm. certain outcome you really really hope this and you're mm-hmm. attached to that or you're really afraid oh god i hope this isn't happening mm-hmm. um those attachments to fear or desire um will skew the accuracy of our intuition and we'll we'll be making stuff up you know <laughs> when so when i when i feel like I need spiritual guidance about something that I'm really um, concerned about, and I'm afraid I won't get it right. I have a kind of a two-step process where Mm. I speak to my soul about this. I say, you know what? I really need to know what to do here, and I'm so nervous about it. I'm so nervous I'm gonna get it wrong. You're gonna have to slip it by me, okay? Please slip it in. And really, it's within four hours usually. (laughs) That's my timing when I put out a question and I let it go really mm-hmm. let it go and turn my attention towards finishing the dishes or doing something else. And then when I least expect it, you know, like I'm climbing, I'm stepping into the car and suddenly bing, it's l- literally like the light bulb just appeared over my head. Bing, I get the answer and it's cause I asked quite sincerely and I let go for real and I trusted and then, Bing, it came and I recognize it. Oh, mm-hmm. I say. Oh, thank you. Thank it you. always helps to say thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of keeps the keeps the works open. But oh, yeah, that's it. You're right. Thank you. And so that's how I've learned to deal with my own um, over attachment to my questions.
0: Well, yeah, I, that's really helpful to hear that, and I I can see how i I kind of mimic that in my relationship to my intuition. I guess the other challenge part for me has been you know the voice of anxiety versus the voice of intuition and sorting all that out how How do you sort through whether you're actually hearing an intuitive voice or getting an an intuitive message versus ruminating and anxious right
1: yeah, well, I mean back to the inner voice thing. Is like, if I'm anxious, there's usually a lot of jabber going on mm-hmm. in my head. It's very, very chat- chatty and, and revved. And it's got this kind of, um, you know, static around it. But if I'm actually getting a clear directive from my inner voice, it's mm-hmm. usually very simple. It's like a sentence. And mm-hmm. it's calm. And it's matter of fact. And it's just the truth. <laughs> so... um when i you know this is all part of getting to know who we are you know Mm -hmm. and getting to recognize when we're in anxiety like oh i'm in anxiety okay so that means maybe i shouldn't uh drive across town in rush hour right now or maybe i um i shouldn't make this decision and for a few more hours let me just like let this calm down let me switch Mm -hmm. my focus let me do something that's kind of centering. And then,
0: let me ask again, and like then maybe it's gonna come without all this static. mm, that's helpful, so one of the questions that came up in the class today that I thought was really interesting had to do with pers- having good personal boundaries and intuition, and I think the question was kind of getting at if your boundaries are bad, does it mess with your intuition or should you use your intuition to know whether you have to assert more boundaries around someone who might not be good for you? Or what, what are some of your thoughts about that, Mary? Hmm.
1: Well, I think we need to like, trust ourselves around our right to, to declare who and what we will have in our life. You know, part of this is just a matter of saying, you know, I am, I am the master of my space. I am the master of my life, and I want to have nourishing friendships, not draining ones. And it's a it's a matter of kind of staying awake to: is this person or situation bringing me forward, bringing out my best, or are they draining me, or ticking me off, or um, bringing me down? Mm-hmm. So we have to just like really kind of remember that we are the. We are the captain of the ship. Mm-hmm. We get to decide and, and practice the, um, you know, the subtle boundaries and practice the art of saying no. Saying no is a wonderful word. Mm-hmm. And uh, our intuition will nudge us towards or away certain people and situations. Mm. And we need to respect that.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that quite a bit. One of the things that comes up a lot for people when they're learning about their intuition and they're learning that it's there to guide, it's its there to guide me, it's its for, in my interest, it's for my safety, but sometimes it seems like we follow our intuition and we make our way into a situation where it's super challenging or didn't turn out the way we hoped or, you know, it's like, it's, it's almost like, Oh, this was a big life lesson here, and I'm just wondering—you know—how do we handle the? Intu- Does our intuition bring us into situations that might not be good for us? <laughs> right.
1: Uh, what about really feeling like we were following our intuition, and then it t- turned out to be like a huge mistake, or it looked mm-hmm. like a huge mistake, or a disaster of some kind? Mm-hmm. And boy, I, I kind of imagine, in a way, this is 2020 hindsight. That later Mm -hmm. on in life, you look back at some of those situations and you realize, oh, no, that was a mistake. I made my life harder by not listening. Or, oh, you know, I was really meant to go through that. I was meant Uh... to be in that classroom and I was led into a challenging life lab Mm -hmm. on purpose. My soul wanted me to to rub up against this difficult situation or... um, Uh, take a stand with a difficult person. I was supposed to, I was supposed to have that experience. So some of it, you know, we don't, we don't really know, but I feel like even if we quote make mistakes and we end up choosing wrong in the same way that your GPS doesn't judge you, but it sees that you've taken a wrong turn and it says redirecting, and then it tells you turn left up here. It's try- tries to get you back on course. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like our soul, our soul's purposes are so um, strong and um, repetitive. Like we're, there's a certain few things that we're trying to learn in a lifetime, and we're gonna have that put in our face again and again and again. So even if you make a wrong turn along the way, before long you'll be you'll be back into learning what you're supposed to be learning here.
0: Yeah. And I feel like when you say quote unquote wrong turn, it, it actually might actually be that it's an important lesson for us. It's part of the classroom. It's part of the curriculum and the discomfort we might feel or the pain may, you know, the reaction might be, well, I, that was wrong. When in fact, know that you're right on track. You're, you're learning something important for you because you need to gain competency or master mastery over it for this other thing that's part of your life purpose
1: right it's all it's all food it's all it's all class you know
0: well I mean you can't just say oh I'm going to use my intuition and everything will be roses and sunshine and comfort, comfort and all of that I mean it's that's not what intuition is trying to do that's true that's true and I know someone who um strongly followed their
1: intuition into an absolutely terrible destructive relationship mm-hmm. um, that you know was was frightening and stressful and dysfunctional and uh and you know they had children together with this person and and that became a whole thing but to this day she says i was really meant to do that dance with him i was mm-hmm. really meant to go through that abusive relationship wow and All the things I learned about myself and all the things that I took forward as a strength, I don't have any
0: regrets. Mm, Wow. Okay, that's really interesting to hear. If you were going to give someone some suggestions about how they can practice their intuition or uh, get better at it, what, what are some of the main tips you'd give?
1: Um, I think the first thing is you decide. You decide this is a good idea. I'm going to do this. I will learn about my intuition. I will get better at it. And then, like I said to the class today, you kind of uh, set up the framework that you're operating in a universe that is benevolent, that is good, Mm. that is kindly, that wants you to thrive. Not that you can avoid all of life's pain or or challenges but basically the universe wants you to be happy and healthy and so you kind of uh, put yourself inside that framework as you experiment with intuition and you ask for things you need sometimes you don't know what you need but you can just ask in the morning hey please guide me into all the things I need today thank you very much you start up this conversation of realizing that you have a higher self, you have a soul that is watching you and is watching out for you and is steering you towards the better ways and um, practicing recognizing that. And when you follow your hunch towards a person or situation that turns out great because you followed your hunch, you say, thank you. Thank you, universe. Thank you, soul. Hey, that worked out. And you encourage yourself. Um. So, And you don't do... Uh, experiments with intuition with someone in your life who is a skeptic and who is going to you know put you down or tell you you're crazy or or challenge everything you want to you want to play with this play with another person or two that are also experimenting with this and share your little successes and share the funny things that happened and and also bounce off some of your um, decision making questions against someone else's intuition and see what you're both coming up with I'm in a group of um, three of us that are in a a 12-step healing group ACA group and we do this wonderful intuition thing we do the 12-step thing we we read the serenity prayer and we read the you know the problem the solution kind of things and whatever and then we each have 20 minutes to talk about how is how is our path going how is our path of recovery as a child of alcoholics going, and what are the themes that are present? And at the end of our 20 minutes, we do this intuition exercise where we get to put a question on the table. So I'll say, so how will I get better at blah, 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 blah. And then my cohorts nod and smile and we all close our eyes for a couple minutes. And we imagine that we're going up to a space of light and knowledge and wisdom like uh, like we're floating up above our heads for a moment and asking this question, and then uh, invariably each one of us gets images or words or a song or a symbol or a feeling. We get an intuition piece of data mm. that we then bring, come back down and deliver to the person who asked the question. And it's just wonderful. It's uncanny. how oh, it so like Accurate. It. I know. It's so, it's yeah. so accurate. And I've, I write, I write notes down from all of my questions over time. We've been doing this for six years now and every two weeks. So I have this notebook full of amazing gems that came yeah. out of the intuition of my two friends. Wow. So uh, I like that. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun and wise.
0: Well, okay. So this was, this was great. This class was great. Everybody loved talking about, learning about intuition, talking about their intuition. Um, What is happening next week on the My Beautiful Life class that you're offering on Zoom, Mary?
1: We're doing intuition part two. Ah. So we're going to uh, talk more about um, how do you deal with your, your doubts Mm -hmm. and blocks and how, uh, how is it going with developing your intuition does anyone have some good stories to tell mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about our life with the, the spectrum of the visible to the invisible world
0: mm. our life
1: uh, our, our connection to um, ancestors and um, spiritual guidance and just the overall mm, kind of rekindling of our creativity using intuition how oh, I like am that. I going to uh, work with my intuition to to bring more creativity into what I do?
0: Mm, great. That's the plan. Next week. That sounds week, great.
1: Yeah, if anyone's listening is um, wanting to jump in, you are very invited. You can just get in touch with me. You can sign up um, on my homepage, Greco dot com, to my beautiful life. And uh, this class is going. In segments in in modules uh, between now and April 30th so there's still plenty of juice left and you'd be very welcome to join
0: cool yeah it's it's been going great it's really fun to put our attention on these different aspects of self mastery and happiness Mm. how to become happy as me yeah very good. Well, cool. Well, thanks, Mary. Uh, this has been very enjoyable. And I really appreciate you sharing your wisdom and your insights and all you've learned along your path and also all your wonderful stories. The, the, it's so much fun to hear. So Sometimes thank you. I'm just sitting there going, which story, which story, which story? And there's like <laughs>
1: five really great stories I'm trying to pick between. It's, it's a really good problem to have.
0: Yeah. All right. Because... Well, you stay warm in your little house there and uh, we'll see you soon. See you soon. Okay, Thanks, bye. everybody.